and welcome to the Nordic Keyforge podcast. I am your host, Jason the Captain Kirk. How are you all listeners uh, this week? Um, I'm joined today by Hydro Attack. How are you, Jonas? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, actually, really, really good. Um, but more about that next week. And we have the return of Zaramis on the podcast. From he the is abyss. Back from, from, the... from the abyss. He's given up flesh and blood finally. Um, and uh, he's back to Keyforge. I don't know if he's given it up. Um, That's false. But... That's false news. <laughs> I am indeed back at the he Nordic Keyforge podcast it's great to be here i have not given up the other game that shall not be named but i am yeah. definitely back playing keyforge great fantastic Which can be really? evidenced by my room right now where i have my computer because it's filled with new worlds collide boxes like oh they, have... did they they arrived your worlds collide stash yeah some of them i have four yeah. more arriving uh, i've got the uh, one more arriving <laughs> But they've messed uh, up the delivery. They suddenly, when my delivery, I've ordered um, a, case, a, a box of Worlds Collide from the UK. Simon's ordered four boxes from 12. the UK. The name uh, moderation 12, 12 is, is not in his vocabulary, uh, I think. You've done, you've done 12 <laughs> boxes, so you did three orders of... Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I was, I'm tracking my order in the app, and suddenly, <laughs> for out of no reason whatsoever, when the package got to Germany, it suddenly changed to being a customer has sent this back to the sender. And I'm thinking, yeah, no, I've no, learned I from my previous mistakes and just went with express shipping with DHL. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah. I should have done that. So I don't know if it's going, if it's in Germany, I don't know if it's going back to. UK, if it's coming to Sweden, if it's going Meanwhile, to I've played a whole tournament with my first four boxes. Um, I've opened the second four, and the last ones are coming tomorrow. Are you even working at the moment? Like, yeah, I am. I am working. Is this what you do at work? No, totally not. <laughs> I'm sure your boss isn't listening. Good night. Anyway. Uh, definitely knows that I'm not doing this during work hours because he is definitely not doing this during work hours either. Hello, good night. Shout out. <laughs> oh god Don't we missed the pandemic when we could when we could work at home no you missed um, me say it like it is you missed me <laughs> no we have we have and now you're back so we can get back to um talking about the archetypes uh which we have put on pause with the hope that you would be back so oh, um, i see so you planned for my return oh, of I course see. of course we've always been i have been reached by fan mails and fan outreach saying that they miss my analysis yeah so you're gonna get yeah. so much analysis yeah finally finally yeah, yeah, but more on that later. Um, guys, how was your forgecation, your forge mester? However, we're doing, however, we're doing this for yeah. Um, how was your your holidays with Keyforge over the summer? Seeing as we had a bit of a, we've had a break talking about how we're playing with with Keyforge. Um, Hydro, do you want to go first? Yeah, go I can for go it. first. Um, I've played quite a lot. Uh, I played the NKFL sealed. Uh, which I thought was super fun. So in that, we we were all given randomized with the with the uh, with the bot, the Discord bot. Uh, Twelve helper bot. No, not no. helper bot. Uh, Archon matrix is that what it's called? Mm. Uh, Archon matrix, yeah. Archon matrix. It randomizes the seal. It has a function to select randomly a deck from from the master vault, and it randomized twelve decks. For each player, and with that, you you made the, a lineup of six for Nordic Hexed, and you played with it, mm. uh, and it was super fun. Uh, I think a, a concern of many players going in was that it would be unfair if you got bad decks and you wouldn't be able to compete. And it was really nice to see that actually the people who did the best were actually the people with low sus in kind of both divisions that were playing. Like the winner of my group of uh, six players i think he he is an absolute badass uh minitao he had i thought his lineup was the worst of 
of everyone's in my eyes. And mm. he managed to win the group with that. He didn't. He lost then the final against against Sysox, but it was really fun to see see him play so well with his decks. I I didn't like my decks at first, but then I thought about how can I make a lineup with this, and I went all in on crappy rush, thinking it might work against crappy decks that other people have in sealed. Mm -hmm. And it worked quite all right. I ended up second in my group with that. And it, sweet. So so it was it was fun. Um, Man, I had such terrible decks in my sealed pool. I had one way too good, and then everything else was so crappy. But I'm still happy with my results as well. How did you do? Uh, I placed in the middle of of my group with six six in results. Mm. Uh, I I rolled. I got one eighty four SAS deck. Then I got a 70, and everything else was like sub-60 and actually Ooh. terrible. Oh, sub-60. Okay. Sub-60, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I had uh, I had uh, 1 over 70, and then I had uh, 6 in the 60s. So, yeah, my line or 7 in the 60s, so yeah. something like that. So my lineup was 5 60s stick, and that one, one uh, 70 sticker was banned in every match except one yeah. but that was fine if it wasn't for the 84 deck i was the lowest uh, sas average of everyone oh but yeah the 84 deck pulled it up very much and uh, as you can probably guess i didn't really get to play it so no. the practical mm. decks i was playing with were extremely poor yeah that's <laughs> so how how was your approach to did you go for a theme in your decks? Like uh, I it was impossible. Rush? I had I had six decks that were so bad that they were literally unplayable. So I took ah. the six others. Hmm. Like, oh wow! I had six decks that were I just could not touch those decks in in any kind of competitive format. They didn't do anything at all. So I just yeah. took the deck the six decks that were the least awful. Okay. I wish I could have had a strategy or could have chosen different archetypes, but their their archetypes was. Terrible at everything, and then an eighty-four <laughs> and a seventy that was decent. Okay, so you had basically you had to lean on that seventy, and then yeah, that one won all four won four games, and then I had two lucky games where I squeezed out wins with one of the others. Yeah, I think I was a little bit. I I used two DT decks, which were the two least terrible ones, and sometimes I could win by getting a good like non DT matchup for them. Mm -hmm. Um, so that yeah. was how I won two two of the other games was that by trying hitting a non DT deck with a DT deck and and utilizing the tide. Yeah, actually, I had a decent DT deck that I didn't put in my lineup because I thought lots of people would have DT decks. So I thought, I thought like this uh, this card uh, Mecha Buoy, which was very important for that deck, would be very dangerous. Um, yeah. I just, I just love, I just love you guys talking about DT being good. Like and, it's getting, and, good, it's getting some good press now. I love it. And then in the end, there weren't many DT decks, so I could probably have taken that deck. In the end, I put a crappy creature rush Mars deck, which I thought I would never play, and then I played it in the two last matches, and it won both times. So <laughs> that was quite nice, actually. Uh, but. How was your regular Forge, Forge Knight, Forge Cast, Forge Mester? We didn't have too many words. Yeah. So other than that, I we, we should mention there is a season two of NKF sealed coming up after. Yeah. When's yes. the deadline to sign up for that? Uh, I I don't know. It We're will basically start... signing up right now because you yeah. have to click a little like your I'm interested uh, thing. I think it will end immediately yes. when that regular season. It will start immediately when the regular season ends. So that will yeah. be I don't know four weeks from now, something like that. So mm -hmm. so yeah. that's. No, there is then Sizox. Uh, he might have pinned it. Let's just see if he's pinned it. No, he hasn't pinned it, but yeah, um, it's there. Twenty first of August, he posted it. So yeah, get in and get signed yeah, up for it if you've got time. It's super fun, and I think the fact that people—it wasn't the people who had the highest SAS decks that performed the best. I think it really shows that this Nordic hexhead format works quite well to balance out even in sealed, and you can get good matchups and, and have mind games and do fun things yeah. with that. The six decks that I didn't pick, by the way, had the, the SAS scores of 58, 55, 58, 59, 53, 58. <laughs> I, th I, th I do feel like sealed brings out some of the, 
the, the best in players though because you don't have the choice of what you're playing you have to do make the best with what you get and so i agree i i think yeah sometimes it can feel very much like a upward hill climbing thing but uh when you have to play like at least one game that you really really just hate Mm. like my my last at least one out of my three matchups were just not fun because the decks were so bad like a deck needs some level of functioning yeah be enjoyable keyforge but when you must have been the most unlucky i guess because i felt like every opponent i had they had at least six decks that were decent like that did something mm. uh, yeah i had one of my six decks that was unplayable as well so i have to play the same decks all uh, every mm. every time mm. like the sixth deck that i had was so terrible that i think i played it once for fun but it was mm. a 56 sas deck oh. uh, wow yeah yeah and yeah, yeah, so for the rest of the Forge Knight, yes. I have started in the Time Shapers League for Newton, but I've only had time to play one match. Ended up 1-1 against uh, Algenon. Uh, and uh, the regular NKFL season has started, and I won a cup match, match and against uh, the captain, and then I lost a cup match against uh, Lorenzo or Vincent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forget the name. Uh, and then I played... Uh, my regular match against the guy who kicked me out from last season in the top cut, JTA Russell, and I got revenge and I beat him 2-1. <laughs> and I was super nice. close to winning the third game. And I have to tell you, because it was so beautiful, he won by exhuming, uh, exhuming a puzzle, fighting with it four times, and then making a key with the Colosseum <laughs> when I was in check for my final key and he couldn't stop it. <laughs> so that was and I thought I had take I I had uh, borrowed his other his Obsidian Forge. So I thought I'm safe from I'm yeah. safe from key sheets because the Coliseum never makes a key. Yeah. And then yeah. uh, and he and clearly he... doesn't have six creatures that can fight in the same house on the <laughs> on the board. Yeah. So that that was that was beautiful, and I, I wasn't even mad about losing. No. Uh, I mean, if he can win like that, then he deserves it. Yeah, and it was exactly he got exactly as many fights as he needed. He had exactly as much umbres as as, as yeah. he needed, and it was exactly w- when I would have won. So it was just, <laughs> yeah, oh, that was very yeah, yeah. So that I, was my fortunate. I I just had to call that out. That was such a beautiful play by by J T Russell. So shout outs to him for for that. Yeah. What about you all? I have uh, played a lot of internal tournaments with the decks we've opened and also some... Uh, so and then uh, at Swindle, my team, we have a, a secret, very cool project that is going on internally within the team where we are playing a lot of matches right now with a lot of fun decks that I've been doing. But I think the definite highlight of my, uh, my last few weeks have been two things. One was the Worlds Collide tournament that I'm playing with Gunnar, uh, where we just random who is playing what deck and we play a double elimination just to to see what decks from our collection as well, but also among our new ones might cut it in the future. It's just a lot of games, a lot of fun. Just the, the way I love Keyforge, where you can discover lots mm. of decks and f- figure them out over the time of a tournament. Mm. But the second highlight was my league game in the NKFL which was an amazing game. I mean, I hadn't played these decks competitively for a while. Uh, and now I will talk a little bit about my, my league thinking, as I always do. But uh, I had brought in one new deck that I uh, traded with the TV shop, uh, the Swedish player. I actually sold Sultan after many, uh, oh. many seasons of, uh, of loyal service uh, for a decent price. And I also got a deck uh, for a couple of hundred kroner uh, after I tested a, a few of his. And uh, he had never made it work, but I saw great potential in it and included it in, in my lineup as a complement to what my other decks could do. So it's a heavy board control, like tricky moves kind of deck with this. Mm. It ate a ban in the first, uh, first uh, NKFL uh, match. I fought against 
let's see which of the Russell, which yeah. of the Russell. We are not in the same group. St. Yeah. Russell, yeah. Uh, I have fought against St. Russell, who was the winner of the entire season last time, uh, and I was a bit nervous. I brought my some of the other decks that I brought were very like tried and true. I brought Helena, Carkeys, Gaza Creed, uh, Ping, my counter deck, uh, and then uh, Zap that I everyone thought sucked last uh, time I played, and everyone just always let me play it, and it did really well. It was a deck where I think you as well, Hydro, just went, yeah, I figured that deck wouldn't do much. So yeah, I and then I lost. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like uh, tried and true decks. Uh, but I looked at his lineup and I was like, oh, ooh, all of these decks are, are horrible. I was like, I don't want to play any of them. <laughs> uh, but there were some really, really good games. Sap lost in the first one against a, a brutal DC deck. I'm really happy that we can talk about this now because the NKFL has new rules where we can openly discuss yes. bands and so on. Yes. It's wonderful. Thank you, Sysox. Shout out to you for that. It's good, brought good a lot man. of fun to, to my Keyforge. Uh, in the second game, so I lost to the, the first game uh, after a gigantic encounter suited, uh, super like uh, nasty professor. Uh, oh, the combo one that plays the oh, top of the card. Uh, yeah, uh, mega tower Verokter uh, play. Um, oh, groundbreaking discovery. Yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. but I had purged the the actual building, so the combo didn't go through. But he, mm. he was just had like seven of the uh, of the attachments on him with encounters and armor and everything. It was terrible. But um, mm. the second game that I got to play uh, Gaza Creed against uh, uh, St. Russell's Brig deck that has like three binate ruptures and two uh, interdimensional grafts. Uh, a very very tricky deck with lots of ways to like get around uh, Ember and push uh, like into really difficult situations. And uh, but Gaza Creed has two key sheets. Nice. So both a key charge <laughs> and uh, the six Semper plus Imperial Forge and tribute. Oh like, yeah. Whoa. So it was like a, a crazy crazy game. And at, at the best moment was when he was he stopped at eight Ember. His key cost was nine. And I was like, crap, he's going to binate rupture next turn, and I cannot stop him. Like I, I was only at one key. So I ended up like, wait, I have an out. So I Quintrino fluxed my own creature with an ember on it to nice. give him the ember to go up to nine <laughs> to forge. <laughs> and then, oh, very nice. So he forged at nine, and then he had to binate rupture because I knew he was had been sitting on them, so they were also clogging up his hand. Mm-hmm. So he had to make a play where he had to use them, even if it only meant him getting a tiny, tiny amount of ember for my forging. And then it came down to the, like, do you have the, the tribute? The It also has city-state interest. So city-state interest, tribute, six ember, and imperial forge. Hmm. And I was like, yes, I have all of them. <laughs> <laughs> but Binet, my, my, my reversal deck has triple Binet rupture. So I really enjoy finding ways to give my opponent the key to play against the binet rupture. It's it's really yeah. fun. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then the final game came down to car keys. Uh, and uh, I guess it's yeah. a standard. No, not really. Like, uh, yes, in a way, but uh, it ended up slowing down a lot. But I was holding the key sheet uh, as it does. And then he plays a mind barb. And in, out of seven cards in hand, he takes the resurgence out of my hand, and I'm like, "There went that game." So <laughs> I just uh, had to do a big gamble, go up to ten, and be like, "Yeah, if he has both the TMTP and the Ronnie, he had six cards in hand and two cards left in the deck. Like, if he has them both, I'm out. If he doesn't, I win." And he hadn't drawn the last one. <laughs> oh, nice! So you you got that key then? And... Yes, I did, and it's uh, a yeah. two-one victory. Against nice. last uh, league champion, I was super happy. It was really great games. Big shout out to uh, to Russell. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot, and we talked a lot about like the ban strategy and so on. I got all the matchups I wanted, so I couldn't have been happier. That was the only reason why I did so well was that I mm. I got decks that I wanted in all three of the matchups. 
that's that is a skill in itself like trying to guess yeah we talked about the that order so that's what the other the opponent is gonna do that i mean i've i've got my i've got an order that i'll, I'll always go for myself you, for, you do know that we we note down the order of every previous game like for example i note down what people have banned yeah so do if, you? You, if you have played the same order twice i know you will probably do it again that's yeah. you should stop doing that jason you should yeah, bury them well i'm not going to do it anymore because i've just talked about it on the podcast yeah. and i know people listen to me talking about my decks and how i play on the podcast in order to troll me yeah. um and <laughs> you know only ever prepare for games against me not tonight but i'm talking about you um <laughs> Uh, I've got, I had awful experience yesterday playing against not tonight. I'll, I'll talk about it later. But yeah, I won't be doing that order again. Yeah. Um, just in any case, anyone's doing it, uh, I probably will. But uh, <laughs> I, I wonder if it's a good if it's a good move just to decide the three decks you want to play and then you randomize it. Yeah. I know some of the opponents against me have been doing that. They are, they even told me like I, I when I face you I just randomize because I cannot outthink you so I'll just uh, mm. <laughs> roll the die and see what it gets. Yeah, because it's like are people going to play their best deck first or second? Their or safe deck, but that's I, that's I, the I, I tend to save it for last because then they always think you're going to play it last and then you can uh, like if you have a good lineup of six decks. Yeah. But saving the saved one for last is often a good move. Because then they are usually sure you will play it, and then you have yeah. chances to make upsets. I mean, if you're in a good place where you have you you you're confident with the other decks that yeah, you yeah. haven't saved. Um, I normally I'd go for one. I'd go for first or second because at least I've got a chance of playing with with one of my best decks. Um, I'm now going to be playing it last, everyone, for, for those of you who are listening and trying to plan your game against me. Um, interesting strategy, though. I think also since the last game is... For the last game, you have two decks left. Your opponent has two decks left. So yeah. you can kind of analyze the situation a bit more. Yeah. So yeah. it's I, I like to have maybe some different types of decks left or something like that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I can like yeah. pick... And- but like if you have if you don't play it first, and this is goes out to all you who play in the NKFL, but if you don't play it first, they will always assume you play it second, because of why would you save your your save deck for last? Yeah, because that seems like a bad idea. So they think you will play it second. You play the deck that would counter the deck that they would bring against your save deck as yeah. your second pick. Again, Unless again, you have g- said g- this g- on a podcast, and then you you bluff one level higher by playing. Exactly. Now I have. No, I have to do that. But, but yeah, uh, and, I mean, is... and, and now and now we're just playing mind games with everyone because it's like. But we, this we is talked how... About how we're doing it. So will we do this next time? But this has been like one of my major contributing things to to winning, has been not playing my my save decks until third game, mm. because of the second game often being a victory when they assume you will play it. Yeah. Like I can count at least three games, like three series in the NKFL that I've won by doing that. Yeah. And or if you won, like not not one one, but uh, like that are, that are where that it has worked. And another interesting strategy, guys, is just not playing your save deck at all. Yes, that really I also, I've also done that. <laughs> I've, I've gotten in that situation, but I've been unhappy about it. It's been like oh. I was outsmarted and they had good counter, only good counters for it left. Yeah, left and I was stuck yeah. with it. And I'm like, that was why I also didn't play it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I love this format. Yep. Yeah. All right. It's so many, on. so much thinking, so much thinking. Okay. But how um, was yours? How was your my format? my Forge Master Forge Cation Forge Knights, whichever one we're going for, um, is it's been pretty good. I I got to top four in the Swindle Team events. Um, with I was with Mirth and Mirth and Dave Cordero, um, and we did really really well. And I actually saved them um, on one of the later rounds as well. Um, getting the decider through, which was insanely fun. Um, it was way too far back to kind of remember any games from that. Um, I've been playing in the. Um, I got through to I think it was the top, the top eight, um, or top four in the C, 
then there's last I kind of get through into the playoffs. Was it the last eight or the last four for the um the C seed level? I was in the C divisions. And so I kind of, you know, got yeah, through and played I, the other one. At least one. the top levels were top 16, I think, that went to the... Was it top thing? I got through through a couple of rounds there. Yeah. So that was going really well. Um, I'm playing in the Perkley Cup, so there's a lot there. I've been playing in the SAS bound, so I've just been doing a lot, a lot of Keyforge. Um, a couple of matchups uh, or a couple of games that I kind of wanted to bring up were I played in, I'm playing my groundbreaking discovery deck in the Perkley Cup at the moment. And I was super, super chuffed about this one matchup where I was two keys down. I was, they were on check for their third key. I still hadn't forged and I won three, two. Nice. <laughs> it was so insanely satisfying because I've got so much Ember control and we're talking about Gatekeeper, Bring Low, so many things that can just bring him off check. I just getting into position, set up the groundbreaking discovery and then just keep rolling because they were just capturing and capturing and capturing. And I was like, cool, thank you. I'll have that. Um, and super, super chuffed with that. But the same deck today, uh, yesterday, sorry, uh, I was playing against Not Tonight as well. Uh, we were playing in the Miners League, um, SAS Cup, and I was setting up the win. Um, and she was on check. I played out my um, Garcia. Um, and I also had my rooftop laboratory on the board. So Garcia came out. She's a scientist. She came out ready, forged, pressed and turn, waiting for not tonight to have her go to see the key cost rise to 12. Press the button. Not tonight has won. You forgot to reap or? I forgot to turn the tide. Ah, yeah. So it wasn't Garcia, it was uh, Volmark. Yeah, otherwise I would have won. It was so, so painful. It was such a long, it was a long game. It was about at least 30, 40 minute long game. Really tight, backwards and forwards, 3-2. It was going to be 3-2, whatever. And I was just like, ah, it it happens. It's competitive Keyforge. It was a mistake, but it was so, so... Uh, disappointing um but it happens um as well so i've had a good key forge summer just in terms of just feel like i'm a better player that i'm not just making up the numbers anymore so that's kind of been my my key forge summer um and i'm back streaming again as well for the, for those of you um who uh the, the, the is still on the games the stream we did last week is on twitch had karen brown on and we went through our NKFL lineups. If anyone else wants to do any more study against our lineups, uh, go and uh, go and watch that and see us see, see us play. Um, and I won my first game of uh, NKFL last season, uh, last week as well. Um, and I also I won with my new powerhouse deck, Sabine, which is a beautiful, beautiful deck. Um, which I got was um, gifted from from Karen actually um, for uh, do a lot of the um, uh, artwork there. So um, really, really, really positive um, first week for me. But we've been talking for thirty minutes only about how we play K four and how <laughs> I we... guess we've missed it. We have missed it exactly, um, which is absolutely fine. Um, but should we move on to our main topic? Main topic tonight, which we probably don't need to talk so about for so long tonight. So you know, we're not going to go on for too long. Um, we always but say I wanna, that. We always say that, and um, we have to say that because if we don't say that, then it'll be an hour and a half long. So at least you know, if I say that, we'll keep it to an hour. Um, one thing I want to talk about, guys, is the game founder. Um, campaign which Ghost Galaxy have set up in order to, um, yeah, uh, launch Winds of Exchange. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say anything myself yet. How do you guys feel about this? 
in in all respects of the manner. Just give me your opinions. I don't want to give give anything away about what I think, but I, I want to know what you guys think. Is this a good thing? Is this the bad thing for, for the game? What's the deal? Yeah, I can go first. I think this is a really good thing. Uh, I think it's a good way to bring attention to the relaunch, to build excitement, to trickle out news in a way that's natural and 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 uh, you get basically you you get people to buy in and so they get some product sold up front, which is good. But also you get a group of people that you can market directly to and 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 hype up to have a really exciting launch when the game comes. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I think it's a really smart move uh, and uh, yeah, I'm happy to see it. That's my my quick opinion. All right. Uh, for me, I immediately thought it was a good idea because uh, from a marketing and business perspective, it would be a hopeful, uh, hopeless thing to try to go to retailers and say, hey, this mm. game that you couldn't sell at all in the end, uh, that you had lots of boxes that you just wanted to get rid of. Uh, do you mind taking in like a bunch of more boxes from that game? Like that, that doesn't cut it. Like they, they and if they don't make a relaunch of some kind, if they don't have a mm. reason why they should take in those boxes, then if they just like, yeah, it's the next set, so you you should take it in. Yeah, that doesn't cut it. Yeah. Uh, by having a, a sort of a formal relaunch in the term in the way of a campaign. Where they both get numbers that they can point to, like here is how many people kickstarted it, or like here is how many people game founded it. That's how many people who are willing to invest in just making this happen. Mm-hmm. That's in itself uh, a good step towards telling stores why they should take it in. And uh, secondly, it's as you say, early product, but they can also go to conventions, they can go to stores, they can go to retailers and say. Keyforge, like new launch. We are relaunching Keyforge. It was coming with this set. It's doing this and this. Uh, and I think that's the the most important part that it's they can market it as a new thing. They don't have to market it as a continuation of a failed thing. Uh, yeah. So for me, it's a absolutely hundred percent a good thing. And I'm also happy to be to have a way to engage with it without just waiting for it to appear in stores. I think that's also for a, on a personal level makes me much more excited to know that things are happening and getting updates and getting extra stuff and getting a deck with my name on it. If you haven't seen that, oh, let, let, let's let's go uh, over that in just a second. Exactly what they're going to be offering yeah. um, as as one of the one of the yeah. tiers. But yeah, a deck with your own name on it, and I've got loads with my name on it. You know, Captain this, Captain that. But Zaramus, I don't think you've got any in oh. Hydro. So yeah, cool. I'm, I'm happy for you both. You know. And now you will be like, yeah, I was going to say that I hated it, but now I've changed my mind. Is that it? <laughs> I mean, I think this is absolutely such a uh, a really crappy deal for, for for the game shops, and I think they should be. No, I'm not. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I, I <laughs> I'm really happy about this game founder. I'm really happy that, uh, and I really understand they've gone this way. I've got a couple of friends. Uh, there's a new local game shop that's opened up in in um, in Quivda. Uh, where I live, there in Lin Sherping, uh, sorry, Lead Sherping, there's Game Maniacs, which is where I kind of played a, a lot of Keyforge before. And a friend of mine who um, works at uh, another game shop, we were he talking quite extensively about this, um, and it was like, well, this is good, but game founders or kickstarters that that have a retail option are more are more liked is that the best way to say or more favorable from local game shops because then the local game shops they can get their a little bit of a deal they can get a little bit of a um extra thing so that actually people you know if they don't get around to backing on kickstarter they can still by the Kickstarter version with a few extra bonuses as well to kind of help people also 
give the game shops their money and the game shops get their cut. Do you think they will not have that as an alternative later They on? will not have that as an alternative. And that's actually, um, uh, I, was, I was looking through all the Q&As and all the people, I think, um, and Christian Peterson, who is, I don't know if he, um, he must be, I don't know if he even goes home at the moment because he's kind of everywhere. Um on social media and on um yeah. it's really doing a social media offensive yeah yeah i mean he is he is everywhere answering all the questions answering emails we've been chatting today via email um and he actually commented on someone asking about the retail packages and he says there will not be retail a retail tier retail package or um a retail pledge because they have a distribution um, agreement with Asmodi, and if they did that, it would be going against the distribution agreement. However, they will be putting effort into doing something for the local game shop, so that they're also supporting now as well. And I something. believe him because this is Christian Peterson. He was the he's the one that set up Fantasy Flight in the first place to do to to be good at OP organized play. Which they um, never were, but yes, maybe well, way, way at the start, way, way back, they were. Okay, Game of Thrones won, like in 2008. I mean, I, I think Keyforge was also good until the pandemic killed mm. it. Like, they did. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, but because because he he did that initial push. I mean, game game. Of, I don't know enough about Game of Thrones to comment on that, but they they weren't bad. There was still a lot of support. But by the looks of things, there's going to be even more support now. There's going to be even more stuff that they yeah. can do because this is their flagship product now. This is Ghost Galaxy's. Is it flag? Can they call it a flagship product? This is their only product. Yeah. that they want to push, that they're going to invest in. And that is excellent. That's why it made Flesh and Blood so successful. It was like one company, one product, and then yeah. the investors sold in it. So, Yeah, exactly. And they can yeah. market market one thing, um, they can plan one thing, and they, they are going... Um, it feels like they are... They know things have to happen fast, and they are just... You know, things might not be perfect in terms of their marketing, but they are doing as quick. They doing things as quick as they can um, to try and get the product into our hands. Um, I also get the feeling that they are learning from some missteps that have been made in the past with Keyforge in various ways. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so uh, I guess if they're thoughtful on these issues with communication and and answering questions and 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 that kind of thing. Probably they are also thoughtful when it comes to the retailer uh, relationships. I like that you would assume that also there they have something that we don't know about it, but they they have smart plans there as well. I'm just getting up the um, the game founder um, website here. Uh, game, not forget the right one. Um, <laughs> the Game found a key forge if I do that. Um, because it's interesting. I'm I, I did have a couple of questions, you know, exactly where they are with the algorithm, where they are with you know that kind of that, that kind of stuff. Because they've been talking about um, the other thing, you know, to to in, to get a um, to get enough support and to get a bit of a I guess an investment, you could almost say. That's not the word they used, that's the word I used, but investment so that they can start to invest in the algorithm, they can start getting that working, they can start getting things up and running. And so I've still got this big question, where are they at with this freaking algorithm? <laughs> you know, is it is it has it been is it in a good enough position yet? Um, do they still have work to do in so that they can even print a deck? Um you know, is that work still to be done or is that is it just a few finishing touches they need? Um, is this so that they can employ someone full time to do this work now? Because they're still in these early stages, but there's still a lot of time pressure. There's just a few questions that I've had coming up was actually where are they actually at with that? Because it's very difficult to tell from their communication. So I think one of the first things they said in an FAQ or uh message they posted on the website was that they they have employed some former developers on the game and specifically what they specifically said they have employed 
someone who worked on the like on the tech tech stuff. So the so, initial. Yeah. So I'm sure they have they have started with that. I, I don't think they are still like waiting for money to come in from the Kickstarter and then they will start working on it. I'm sure they they they, they are working on it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kickstarter game found, I mean, sorry. <laughs> No, exactly. I mean, they were talking. It's, it's, it's on the the website here. Um, they they said it's going to be the only, they're planning that this to be the only game they game found. Um, that they that they do they 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 do a crowdfunding for because they want to just go through game shops later. But the other thing that we haven't mentioned yet is what's their other alternative. If they don't get the investment this way, if they don't try and try and do this, this do this this way in order to get the money in first. Well, if there's not enough interest for this game founder, despite all the activity and so on, then I also think that the game is fairly dead on the market. Yep, that's one thing I was going to bring up. The second thing is the other option is going down the investor route, getting investors in, going back down the Asmodi route, and having people who just care about the sales and not so much about the gaming again and they're right back to square one with the game so i I think think that's a valid valid actual alternative i just think it is calling it quits because if you can't find that interest from the people who have been playing it for these two years where we haven't gotten anything new then, then it wasn't a good enough campaign or a good enough like situation yeah he did actually christian peterson did respond to someone that said you know what if this isn't successful um and his he response said it's a dead game uh, he basically said then they need to look at look uh, and 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 look to see if this is a if it, this is worth it's a viable game yeah a viable game yeah exactly it's so it's like you know it's you said it in a very nice way of then we will have to reevaluate our like uh, <laughs> our assessment that Keyforge is a commercially viable game. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm actually I'm I'm not on, on the game founder thing now, trying to find trying to find the his comment here um, because there's a lot of interest so far. We have how many people have backed so far? Followed. Seven thousand. Oh, it's sorry, followed. Back. 7,577. The first 10,000 will get a free Keyforge deck. Um, hopefully Dark Tidings. Um, it's saying Dark Tidings there, but it could be anything. Probably AOA. There's there's enough of it. Um, <laughs> there's probably still so much AOA out there. Um, apparently there's so much Worlds Collide out there. So, you know, yeah, who knows? So this this is a good thing. Great. Cool. Case closed. It's a good thing. Go out and back it. Um, unless anyone else has got anything to if say. If anyone that, is like, listening to this who has not followed that thing yet, go it. follow it. We, need, we want the game to live. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Even if you're planning on backing it and think, oh, maybe I'll do it. I'll do it anyway. Go and do it now because this is another... You can't back it yet. Not back it, but go and follow it now. Thanks, Simon. <laughs> I, 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 I've got, I've got it in my head, but the, my mouth isn't following. So, I, thanks for the back, thanks for the help there. Because they can also say, you know, even before we opened it, we had twenty thousand people back uh, following. Yeah, exactly. yeah, we had this many people following. This is how much interest we we had in the game. And actually, the seven and a half thousand people is quite a lot for this thing. And especially, especially in all the things, there's probably maybe 200, 250 active players online that in in the Discord that we that we see going through. There's we've seen the same names popping up all the time, but you know, seven and a half thousand is a lot of people for um for this. Um, yeah. still so and it's the other like thing I worldwide, think worldwide but it's uh, it's uh, uh, there's some people yeah I think anyone interested that sorry, sorry. Go, yeah <laughs> another thing that's, go for it, Hydro. another thing that's good about following is uh, probably on on the game found website they will have rankings of games by number of followers and it's a way to the more followers it has the more people will see it mm-hmm. by how that website works is my guess so so it's a way to get more new eyes onto this as well. Uh, yep. 
Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Yeah. People yeah. checking it out for for like new campaigns or new games or Yeah. Very yeah. True. Yeah. I, I wish I could back more on on these on these websites. Um do we want to know do we want to talk about the that this mid tier this is the mid tier that that we're talking about here this is this is what they've released as a, as a teaser so far in terms of what this this mid tier and they've said that there's going to be two lower tiers and two higher tiers as well what do you get for this tier which is $150 to back plus postage um is uh 12 wings winds of exchange decks so you know you get it you get it, you get a box uh, a display two wins for exchange play mats there's some there's some fun ones there there's a um is that helper box there they've got the the blobs being zapped by the martians which i absolutely love um um I don't think it's helper bot. It's something from from this new set. Oh no! It is it's, it's, it's some Star Alliance. It's yeah. a Star Alliance. Yeah. I really got. Is it the the thing? No, I I can't remember. I it's very cute. Know. Very cute. It's kind of going a huge spanner and stuff. Really fun playing. I, I guess I'm guessing it's yeah. actually a normal size spanner, and he's just very small. <laughs> or that, you know. <laughs> It's all about perspective. <laughs> or he works on spaceships and you need big spanners. <laughs> uh, send him down to NASA. They need some help with their engines. Um, the Winds of Exchange personalized deck. You get one Winds of Exchange personalized deck. Now, this this is what I'm in for. I would, I would pay $150 just for this. Um, you know, just to have your thing, but the name goes into the thing. But and they did actually give a. This is really funny. They gave a uh, disclaimer to say your name goes into the algorithm. It might be a negative name. <laughs> I want a negative name. <laughs> that's even better. Like that's yeah, super yeah, fun. yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, which is great. Now, the the my favorite thing here is the personalized playmat. So they will take the algorithm that the, the the image that gets created from the algorithm and they will put it onto a play mat which we're also with the name of the deck on it um and so it's your own personalized play mat just for you and i'm just like yeah sign me up for five i am um, yeah absolutely beautiful so yeah which is great now my my question is what are the higher tiers going to be a box of decks with your name on? Yeah, it could be could be a possibility for sure. They have they have made boxes with the uh, with uh, store, store names name. in the past. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. I've actually got a box in my drawer behind me of uh, store leader decks that someone gave me when they closed down their little shop, um, just users as prizes. Um, so yeah, of course it's possible. Um, but yeah, I'm just wondering, like you know, would it be to say a case, four boxes plus all the playmats? Oh, um, give me a case. Yes. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But then we've got to pay shipping from. As you know, there will be EU shipping options, so that we won't have to pay taxes coming into Sweden, which I nearly got burned for. Um, I don't know. We on. might still have to do it. I don't know how that works. Like, yeah. we may have to but we may need to sort something out but this is just really exciting um keyforging.com if you haven't been there yet to check it out go there um just to see it feels like it's ages ago but it's only a week ago that this was published um so right yeah uh, wrapping that uh, up we are wrapping this up and we're going to talk about a new segment of Zaramis. This is why he came back, basically. Now, I've got a little clip here that I'm going to play. Um, I've told these guys about it. I can't get this into the room. Um, but basically, this was from episode 19. And this was me talking about a deck which I brought to get coached on by Zaramis. I was really pleased with this. And he said, oh, wow, this is a really, really crap deck. Or something along those lines. And I'm going to put the thing in. This is this sound clip. 
Okay. I, I hope so that that you... sound clip was as uh, accurate as you described it. I, mean, I, too, I, I, I think I made a much longer and more less less impactful explanation. But we will when you when you hear me say this, you will know whether the clip was accurate. Yeah, exactly. I might. I, the thing is, this is the perspective that I remember and how I felt yes. afterwards. I played that deck only once after that thing, and I haven't touched it since. Yes. So, so you know, let me introduce you to my segment. Please do called final analysis and it is the last analysis your deck will ever need because you should send in a deck to me in pm or uh to jason the captain uh i'm gonna make an email address it's gonna be um uh why your deck is crap at nkfl.online yep or uh we we will post an email with this one of the two I don't alias. Uh, but the idea is you send me a deck that you think might be good, but you might just not ho- know how to play it, or a deck that you just haven't been able to make work. And I will tell you that why it's bad, if it is bad. <laughs> and uh, I will tell you why this deck that you find so much promise in actually can't cut it in the competitive meta. Or surprisingly, maybe the final analysis will be that it's probably worth five dollars. I will buy it and then I will win a tournament with it. <laughs> well, if you, t- I mean, if you say it's worth five dollars, I would not believe you. Um... But I want your <laughs> overrated decks, either by SAS or by your own opinion, or decks that you just can't make work and you don't know why. So I can give them the final analysis and uh, try to, yeah, talk a lot about your deck and that everyone wants. Uh, once a podcast host uh, analyze, analyzing and like uh, breaking mm. apart a deck that they once liked but might be disappointed in. There we have it. Um, I'll put the email into the um, thing. Um, and you, when you say send the, the send the deck, they just just sending the the, the de- deck to Keyforge link. You don't actually yeah, and a comment deck. about the well, if they yeah. have a particular problem or if yeah. they think it should be good or something like that. But yes, the decks of Keyforge link is all I need. Yeah, cool. So I'll put a link in there, or it's just Zaramis on Discord. Um, you can't miss him. Um, he's in most of the servers. Um, great. Well, that's us for tonight. It's good to be back. It's good to be forging again. And it is so, so exciting uh, being a Keyforge player right now. And you will see why in a couple of in the next couple of weeks we are so excited about the schedule we have for you coming up this term we will say no more now uh, but we will leave it here and we will say good night forge on and prosper everyone good night good night